Stokes with Brian and Noriana. It's about to get real, you better believe me. Just got married trying to make it through life, see? With perfect honesty and respect, we'll get through anything. Stoked to be the Stokes, yeah. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. That is my wife. Yeah. Today's episode is titled Boundaries, Protect Your Space. For those of you who have been rocking with us for a minute, you know the deal. But if this is your first time, Welcome. we will start you off with giving you something to chew on, and then we'll lead into today's topic, which is boundaries, protect your space, and then we will end with our traffic light segment, and then our confessional. Now, babe, explain what's the traffic light segment. Traffic light segment is basically I'm gonna tell you something, you're gonna tell me mm-hmm. something that I either want you to stop doing, red light, uh, slow down on, yellow light, or keep going with green light. You gonna you're not gonna say you're like oh and I got a good one today. Oh and I got a good one today. Because you always y'all. say y'all that and, it, and be, 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 be bogus. <laughs> but first off, let me just do some house cleaning. Let okay. us do some house cleaning. All we right. just want to thank you guys for waiting for us on this Tuesday. Oh yes, happy voting late. day. We have been creating content with other people that is for Stoke to be the Stokes for you guys, mm-hmm. and it kind of took up uh, some time this week. But we're More excited we to get it out. But that is some house cleaning that we want to give. Happy vote day, yes. girl. I felt like when we were voting. Today, it was like uh, a final exam. It it was tedious. My back was hurting. I, I was had sweating. to do some more research. You know, I had had my little cheat sheet in there with me. Yeah, yeah. It I was did too. it was intense. And then I had to. And then y'all, I had to get another ballot three times. They said three was the limit. I, and I asked for one more. I said I accidentally marked the same one. I said, can I just have one more? They were like, is it really important to you? And I said. This one, yes, it is. Because, you guys, I'm sitting there looking at my sheet, and I saw one one person I had selected, and then I realized that the other person was a black woman. And we we, we, we vote in everything black. Oh, okay. I am. Issa Rae. Okay. I'm voting she said for it, and I believe it. <laughs> so I had to go okay. back and change my ballot. That is cool. But so I, I, have a black I felt like it judge. was like a... It was like a really like a final exam. I was literally sweating in there, but it felt so good to be educated. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like this is like the first time I was like, okay, I really like studied it because I'm just like, who are, what are these props? Uh, Who are these people? And like, what is it like really, you know, about, um, Though other elections, like you read, it just, I I don't know, this time it just seemed clear. And I was just like, okay, I know exactly what I want. I know exactly what I feel like. That was good. And we were so glad to hear that there was such a great turnout, like all over the U.S. Like, you know, Brian was getting feedback from his hometown that people were turning out in numbers like never before. You know, there were lines outside of the the polling places. And, you know, my mom, you know, was saying that things have been busy where she voted. A lot of my family had early voted. So it was really good to see so many of us in involved us being like just friends family community you know everyone's been pushing for promoting um you know their respective candidates and whatnot but just to see everyone being like aware and engaged is encouraging yeah Yeah. it it definitely is and i encourage everyone even you know if you're not registered we'll get we'll get you next time but i i I really do believe that it changed you know We'll start if we all really get involved. I don't want to sound too preachy, but seriously. It is. Seriously. We're on the brink of change. Yeah, definitely. But thank you again for waiting on yes, us. Yes, thank you guys. Y'all, y'all loyal. Voting, these listeners loyal. On this voting day. And we got all the uh, the uh, the DMs and whatnot and on Facebook. Where y'all at? Where y'all what y'all at? doing? What y'all doing? Where's the pose? We didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> but whatever. Good to know uh, y'all paying attention though. We normally have it first thing in the morning. So. Right. Yep. 
but we'll have it for last thing tonight. <laughs> but Eric, give us something to chew All on. All right, so something to chew on today. So y'all, Brian, like I said, he's been doing his studying, his research. So Brian found this article called Five Ways to Protect Your Space. And I right. thought it was very useful. Psychology.com. Right, because like you said, today we're talking about, you know, establishing boundaries, you know, for your marriage, for your relationship. And, you know, of course, sometimes you need to know how do I start doing that or what do boundaries really look like? So just to kind of define personal space, you know, personal space is the physical space immediately surrounding someone into which any gradual advance feels threatening to or uncomfortable for them. So notice the word gradual, right? Um, and of course, we're talking about relationships. So imagine it being any space immediately around your relationship or yeah. around your marriage. And then a boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. Um, so we're really just going to talk about what does that marker look like i feel like dividing sounds a little harsh but what does that right. mark look like and the reason that we're talking about this today because i mm -hmm. mean we, we're, we're no doctors i mean ariana is a nurse but you know <laughs> we're no doctors uh and i am a social worker so i know a little something something we ain't no doctors but, yet. about the mind know. right yeah know. but the reason we're talking about it because we felt like you know it, it, sometimes you get around you know you get accustomed to people or scenarios or places and you're like why is my energy being sucked Mm -hmm. every time I'm going there or why every time do I leave this place do I feel bad about myself or why every time I'm around these people is it like ugh yeah. like what is this ugh and so we're, we're trying to get back to the moment the, the place in which we're like you know what we're taking our time back we're taking our space reclaiming back reclaiming our time reclaiming our time <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking all that back because it's just not healthy doesn't it doesn't feel good right i mean to cut you off but go ahead no it's fine it's good so that's that's the foundation for why we're talking about this today you know just getting used to certain people behaviors things like that how can you start making the change so way number one identify and accept your personal boundary needs so what would you say that means identify and accept my personal boundary, boundary need i think for me what that looks like i have a, a huge problem uh with not protecting my space enough remember when um we first got married i just want everybody over all the time everybody can be here mm. <laughs> or yeah, even that, that even even if quick. i even if i didn't want it i'm just like but you know they need me you know they're just going through something you're like okay, yeah, yeah, you you that. like you need yourself right now mm -hmm. you need to get yourself together and what you're going through right now stop putting everybody's you know thing in front of you yeah so that's what that looks like to me yeah, and essentially, you know, the article said if you don't protect your personal space, you're more likely to feel drained, fatigued, you know, very critical, you know, of other people. The very people who you're trying to help, you suddenly start to resent them because now they've infringed upon your space, but only because they have permission to do so, you mm -hmm. know. So that's a great point because I like that it says identify and accept your personal boundary needs. Like it's one thing to identify, but to not feel guilty about it, to accept it like, yep, this is my truth. This makes me uncomfortable. That's power in itself. So number two is be polite, but firm and i think this is where i struggle because for me mm -hmm. i was like well how can i say this without offending anyone without coming off to like brash or you know what if someone feels like i like they've imposed upon me and then they never feel like they can ever come to me again because of the one time that i said no so i think for me it's always been trying you know to figure out what does it look like being firm but still polite and then you know something that i was told a while back is what people think of you is none of your business so sometimes you just have to put yourself first yeah you and know, say I'll what you need that, to say and i not try worry. to keep that in mind but that's hard it is but it's easier when i say that in my head and then i and then i do it it's none of my business boop send oh 
Okay, got it. Firm but polite, because I know my intentions, and no, I would trust no, no. that people around me know me well it's enough to not say, in, though. boop, Air, send, swipe Air, left, delete. Swipe yeah. left, delete. That is Ariana's thing. I will tell you, <laughs> not tell you off or tell you about yourself, but I'm going to tell you how I really feel, and swipe left, delete. It's done. It is It is finished. It, it is the, finished. It the, never the happened. The veil has been torn. Yes, never <laughs> happened. And like one of the things the article mentioned was that, you know, uh, boundary violations can be avoided if you set limits early on. And I think that's what makes it so difficult is y'all know sometimes you get, you know, further down a relationship than you intended before you start establishing your boundaries. So then when you do, it's kind of like, well, where did these come from? Or since when was this a problem? Or, well, you've never, you know, had anything to say before, or you used to do the same thing. So I think for me, I would worry about all that stuff. Like, well, it just, it's kind of like when you start talking to someone and you forget their name, but you're too far in the conversation to ask them. Cause now it just seems a little bit impersonal or like you've been fake this whole time. That's what it feels like to me when I'm like trying to establish boundaries in existing relationships. I feel like if I'm like to be completely transparent, I feel like the hardest thing uh, that is with me now is with my family. Mm -hmm. My family knows baby boy Brian. I'm the baby boy, the last one before my sister, and I'm the middle child. And they they see me as the... uh, quiet Brian you can tell him to do something he'll do it right away you know he's sensitive or this that and the third so if I respond like oh no I'm not doing that <laughs> no that doesn't work for me it's like wait what who 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 are you mm-hmm. or joking who with you, you in any kind of way and you have to say hey that's <laughs> hey, not cool no. that's always awkward right right yeah. what, what, what was the thing because I, I lost my train of thought be polite but firm be polite but firm yeah, yeah, no, and, and it, establishing it. it when you've when you haven't set the limits early that's on. what got yeah, yeah yeah because they feel like you can just do anything or say anything and it makes me a little nervous about uh my kids too because i feel like i had the thought today because in my family sometimes people like to uh maybe you might get a little pop on your hand a little pop on your butt mm-hmm. and i and i had to tell people y'all do that to y'all don't do that to mine oh don't do that like, to no, mine. no pop pop yeah don't touch don't touch mine but i get like you know as a family it's just like you know it this how everybody was raised now yada yada and i'm like yeah, yeah the, the, not mine though that's everybody my kids ain't everybody (laughs) no that's a legit concern because i feel like you know i've talked to friends who have kids you know and especially you know they're you're adjusting to one being a parent but two recognizing your own child's cues and things like that and so like i've had friends who have struggled with you know trying to set boundaries for their children and then others in their family going beyond those boundaries whether it was you know for, for with good intentions always but you know trying to find a way to say hey like the way that our system is set up like this you know violates it so we can't do this and I'm like oh my gosh like that is a tough conversation and I know myself you know I know I'm one who really values my parents opinions I'm used to respecting like my grandparents things like that so I'm like well what what if you know I have certain ways that based on research or just preference that are different than what they're used to and we have to have these conversations and I'm Mm. feeling like well they're thinking I'm not doing it right or I just don't want anyone to tell me anything and then I'm lost you know feeling is even like you're getting in trouble as a child like when you start to speak up in your family mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh what am i doing i'm gonna get a b <laughs> i'm gonna get a b in but i think it's important like you know anybody who's like uh recently married or engaged and you're like you're gonna be engaging with somebody else's family and back to your family it's like hey i'm a wife now i'm a husband now i'm a mm-hmm. new person this is not who i used to be 
Yeah, and that's key because I think a lot of times, like it said, you know, you have to accept them early, right? But sometimes they change. Like I've had relationships where the boundaries change. We have, you know, getting married, our boundaries with our friends change. You Definitely. Know? Um, you know, when you go off to college, you the boundaries change a little bit when you come home, right? Like, I mean, I feel like there's certain things that you just kind of have to, what do you say? Roll with the resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, roll with the resistance and get uncomfortable to eventually get comfortable. And it's hard to do that because like, for example, I moved to Los Angeles in 2013. Yeah. He just had his five year LA versary. Five year LA versary, Caliversary, whatever you want to call it. I feel like when I go home and I see some people, some people still think I'm Brian from 2013, mm. Brian from 2012, Far from. 2011, 2010, 2009. I'm just like, you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't know each other, but setting those boundaries are harder when this is what I was trying to say that setting the boundaries are harder when you have moved on and you're doing things, but they were still in the same space. Yeah. So Brian, you've moved across the country and you're in LA, this, that, and the third, but I'm still in the same space. So, but you're you, now, now Brian, you're back in the space in which is the same to me. So and you are the still last point of reference, right? Yeah. But it's not, but whatever. Good, good stuff. Number What's the three, next one? you want to start with something small, right? Try saying no in a small or minor situation. So, you know, maybe like you don't want to attend an event because you just need to get some rest or you don't want to volunteer for something that you maybe participate in annually because this time you'd rather do something with just your family, little things like that, just so you can get used to saying no, because getting used to saying no is a whole battle in itself. We already talked about, you know, feeling like you're offending someone or people are going to look at you differently. So starting with some small things. I'm trying to think, has there been anything small that I've started with where it allowed me to feel like, okay, I did that. Next time something comes up, I'm not going to feel like I'm pressured to say yes, because this feels good sitting in the freedom of no. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember like the specific thing, but there was a season in which you were like, I'm not doing things because people think I'm supposed to be obligated to do it because we are friends. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to every event because you think we're so I'm supposed to be obligated to do it because we are friends, because we live in LA and because people's family aren't here. Cause I'm just like, it seems like there's something back to back to back to back to everyone. So if you have like six close friends and they, they have something every other day, it's like, well, when is there time for me? Especially when it's birthday season, y'all. Lord have mercy. And it feels like they're all just crammed together. We have like, there's there's maybe like two months I could think of where so many people in our a group of friends or family have birthdays. And it, you know, birthdays can get expensive. Everyone has, and I remember for my 30th birthday, I was like, I don't want anything big. Like, I, I get that it's they like, didn't dirty, have to worry 30. about nothing because I got everything. You did. I, you I did know. great. Oh, no, I you know. did good. Oh, oh thank but you. But like, I think <laughs> with, with, you're used to seeing people doing a, 30 30 thing and i'm like well should i have something but i honestly did not want to like i had no desire to did i want people to have an opportunity to come and celebrate with me no like i <laughs> i didn't care i was like it's my birthday like and what do i, I did, want to do i didn't want to believe her i was like you don't want a big party and mm -hmm. she said no brian i do not and i'm like okay let me just respect her wishes yeah. and do it small but i'm it gonna buy perfect. every gift on the market and that was a nice touch small, it wasn't small required but definitely a nice touch because it caught me off guard every gift but it was so intimate and personal and, and even it was had it really just been nice. me and you i would have been like perfect and it still was five hours with the friends so it still was like a party that's true yeah just it, like, just, it takes a lot of energy all her closest you know? ones yeah. yes so everybody Almost was pouring in to you and people didn't feel like they were so stretched to spend one thousand right. dollars on you know right. we don't need a to go meal to no fancy restaurant y'all need to wear no fancy clothes just fellowship that's yeah. it yeah and on the flip side of that is number four which is know what you mean when you say yes 
a lot of times we'll say yes just to be nice or be polite and not realizing like oh that's going to require me to set aside a whole chunk of my day like not just the time required for whatever I'm signing up for but the time to prepare for that then to recoup from that Mm -hmm. we've said yes a lot and then found ourselves in a position we were like why did we agree to this stretched now we have to figure out how can we get enough sleep yeah like it's just like why did we do this because you're just saying yes in the moment so know what you're saying yes to um it says practice telling other people what you want you know whether it's to watch a certain program or to eat a certain eat at a certain restaurant just your preferences that way it makes it easier to say no because you'll know what it is that you want and don't want so know what you want know what you don't want practice saying yes know what it feels like when you say yes and when you're really getting what you want and when it's a no you'll be like oh yeah this this is not how i feel when i'm comfortable so i'm not gonna and i feel like that still takes some work because i think i've been so i'm one to either just go along with something just for the sake of you know making people feel good sometimes and then i'm like in it and i'm just like why am i here what am i doing so like to actually like figure out like brian what do you want to do because most of the time my answer is be at home (laughs) so it's like brian what are you able to do but i think that's because you be out so much that of course you just want to be at home because you don't get those moments i think if you were doing nothing but being at home you would think of some things that you wanted to to do but now it's like every time we have a moment we're giving it to Mm. somebody or some place or some you know something but i really think like if it's like okay like i'll say yes to this because i know i enjoy things like this or i'll say no this time because although that sounds fun it just sounds like it's gonna require too much energy of me and i have a whole rest of the weekend or whatever to think about and like my dad sent um brian something that said you know it had to do with self-care and one of the things was say exactly what you mean and don't be afraid to say no don't be afraid to say yes and i think when you say exactly what you mean that clears up half the problem clearer than that yeah. I think that sometimes people are, are thrown off when you tell them the truth though. Like when you tell like a complete truth that has nothing to do with uh uh I don't wanna I don't wanna say it wrong. What is the word? Like soothing their ego mm-hmm. or petting like this is what I want. Stroking, their, ha- ego. stroking their ego. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with you. This is literally what I want. Because people are so used to conversations in which people are telling like half truth. So like let me make you feel good a little bit with a little bit of what I want, but still making you feel like it's yours. So mm-hmm. if, if it's like, no, I I don't want to do that with you and I cannot do that. I'm not available. I'm sorry. And they're like, well, can you just, I don't want to do that with you. I cannot do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cause people will like, you'll find yourself you're suddenly saying, yes, like, didn't I say no? And then somehow you're now like, well, I can maybe show up for just the beginning. And then here you yeah. are cleaning up afterwards. Yeah. Like what? How did I get How here? How did I get here? How did I get here? And like, so number five says to stop feeling guilty. And I think that's, the main that's thing for a again. lot of people. That's me again. You feel guilty, so you just say, okay, because you figure, I can take it. Or you end up showing up. Yeah, because you're like, I'll figure it whatever. out. Yeah. I'll recoup. It won't be so bad. I could take it. Then you get there, and you're like, never again. Like, we've gotten in places, and be like, we are not ever doing it. Do not ever let me agree to bringing us here when we've already said we're not going anywhere this week, you know? Yep. So to stop feeling guilty even at work today one of my coworkers was asking you know for something because there was like a change in schedules and i knew that i i just felt awkward because she was asking me face to face it wasn't a text it wasn't and i was like yep i'm not available and then she started explaining the situation and i just had to stick to what i was saying ah uh, yeah wow that <laughs> wow. wow yeah wow. i'm not available or else you know yeah, I can't I even would, say or else not. I would because I probably wouldn't. So I, I don't even want to like tell an untruth, but I'm just like, mm, yeah, I'm not available, but 
God bless. You know? Uh, God bless. <laughs> I think it's such a healthy thing to begin just to navigate life that way. Because, uh-huh. like, me, like, I struggle with anxiety, uh-huh. like, often and what people think at times. But in saying no in the moment it may feel like my anxiety might be like high or whatever but after the fact sometimes it is just like at least i have that time at least i can you know kind of do what i want to do and 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 it's cool they'll live i'll live life goes on we'll move on i can do it another you know yeah and once you do it child once you send that text once you hit send it's over it's over so it really don't matter what you feel what they feel because it's already sent sometimes i cheat though and i'm like ariana can you text this for me because i feel like because i know the feeling sure i'll text it it. it's your text i'm like well it's done it's finished if they reply you'll be talking to my uh manager Ariana, <laughs> congratulations. You played yourself. Let me it's done. <laughs> I think like, once I you do it, it, y'all, once you do it, and I'm really curious to hear what some of the listeners say, because I know this is something a lot of people struggle with is setting boundaries, not feeling guilty, letting your yes mean yes, your no mean no. But y'all actually know once saying you, no, actually saying no. But when like once you do it, it's like freedom. It's like, OK, I'm, I'm out of it. Like whatever the issue is, they will have to figure it out. And they will. They always do. How do you know? Because you've had to and you have. <laughs> you mm-hmm. always do. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's something that like as you continue to work on like it just gets easier and easier that's my hope at least yeah i'm not quite there and on yet. the flip side you got to respect when people tell you no at the same time oh yeah because you're personally. gonna need things from people as well but when they tell you no, it's like all right well i can like figure it out because you you just like can understand yeah and you do you figure it out Whew. you want to jump into the topic for today yes the all topic right. of the day boundaries protect your space yes so we wanted to be, you know, just honest and open today. And we've had some encounters where we were feeling like we were in our old ways to say, like Meaning. they were creeping back in, feeling like, you know, like I said before, energy was being like taken from us and we're trying to get it back. Do y'all hear that dog? Woof, woof, woof in oh, the back. Oh, Yeah, it's a dog outside. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to talk about some of those issues in this, and maybe even some solutions uh, that we had in different areas of our life. I remember one th- one thing, uh, uh, one, mm, <laughs> I'll say, say it, it whatever, say it doesn't it. matter. Understanding that every married couple is not for us. Oh, yeah. Just because we married don't mean. That we can be, that we make good friends. Or not like intimate. Yeah, like, intimate. You know. That's what I mean. Like in my space all the time. I just, I'm trying to walk on it really well uh, is it true i mean i feel like there were like before we got married i was thinking like oh man like when we get married we're gonna we're gonna hang out with you know I, like i literally y'all had like a list of people <laughs> that i'm thinking like oh like it'll just be easier to hang out with them once we're married because then we'll all kind of be in the same pot and then we got married and i didn't necessarily feel the need as much i guess to be a part of that group because i was like oh well one i'm a part of my own marriage so yeah that maybe i was just feeling insecure or like i wasn't included in something at some point but then two just recognizing like oh we're kind of establishing our own thing and it might not look like what i thought i wanted it to yeah. look like so let me just see what friendships and relationships organically form yes because we tried to force some before and it yes. just became really uncomfortable like Ugh. awkward like oh, okay what are we really doing because i mean here? I, I, uh whatever because i mean sometimes you can be with another couple that don't have the same sense of humor as you yeah. so like you could be joking around and like they don't get it. They don't get it. Or they can be joking and you looking at them like this. <laughs> dry. dry. 
dry. <laughs> You're dry. I'm not having fun. And sometimes you can be around like the cup that couple that likes to that not likes to, but they're arguing all the time, and you're just like, y'all doing too much. Oh my gosh! And I feel like that energy jumps off, and you're like, why are we arguing now in the car after you know hanging out with them? It's just like, yeah, oh definitely, no. it can affect your mood. Like I've talked to couples that they're like, you know, they're one way in one setting, and then you see them around others, and you're like, oh this don't really seem like the same couple we saw before. And it's just being influenced. Like, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And yeah. sometimes you just kind of change how you're walking based on who you're around. And, you know, thankfully most of the couples who are like in our close circle of friends or acquaintances, I feel like we found like common ground with them. So that's good. But at the same time, people who we've maybe initiated, tried to initiate, you know, that friendship, mm-hmm. like dating couples or whatever. It's like, it, it is kind of like an awkward space when it's like I said, forced, it's not organic. Yeah. So when they, uh, when they ask like, Oh, y'all want to hang out or ever? Um, I got an, not an excuse, but it's like, it's not going to work this weekend. Sorry. But you Honey, know what always does night. work though? And Ariana makes it work. Like if we, like, let's say there's like four couples together. Ariana works that crowd, whether they're if you're boring and you're not catching it, if y'all are always arguing, whatever. She likes that. And that's what works for us. So we'll, we'll open up the boundary a little bit when it's multiple couples. Just yeah, that definitely... one on one stuff, the double date stuff, sometimes just like, ah. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm, I would say, like, even when we started dating, he was like, I love that you talk so much because you just fill in all the gaps. Because I'm a yeah. lot more extroverted, you know. And Brian, like, once you get to know him and he establishes, like, a rapport with you, he's very outspoken, hilarious, all of that. Y'all heard him on a podcast. But, like, when we're around people, like, for example, there's been a lot of times when we first started dating because I'm like, oh, I got a boyfriend now. I'm going to go on double dates, group dates, all these things. And I'll be like, oh, I want you to meet, you know, these friends of mine. Or why don't we have like a get together or something like that? And he would feel uncomfortable. And then I would feel uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, he doesn't like them. Or, oh, he's being quiet. And they're going to think that he doesn't like them. And really, he's just being quiet. But, you know, like it's nothing personal. So I feel like that was an example like of me forcing, you know, trying to force these bonds and these relationships as opposed to finding people who we just you know naturally spent a lot of time around whether it was because we were at church doing different things with them or we happen to find ourselves in the same like we did it like during our premarital counseling we had some group sessions and we formed natural friendships out of that that we yeah. weren't seeking but yeah. now it's like oh like we are real cool with these people so i feel like in situations like that you just have to kind of let go and just trust that things are going to fall into place as opposed to trying to make everything fit because like oh you would get along with her husband and me and her both like the same thing we would have such a good time together we should go on a retreat <laughs> he's like out of town mm, with strangers like nah, girl bro no thank you so that's definitely something that we had to come to terms with like not every married couple is for us just because we're all married so yeah. we learn and see learn and see trial and error and the other one was family which i feel like with family boundaries get tested especially during that engagement period y'all who are newly engaged y'all are y'all know, know y'all are learning or you already know after the wedding even and then you know as brian mentioned with children when it comes to careers so like with family boundaries you kind of touched on it already. I, can, I, I did but i can think about a time my dad was like calling me like on the phone it literally i'm not even a woman that's going to have the baby mm-hmm. anytime someone asks us when are we going to have kids i want to throw up not <laughs> for the fact that i don't want to have children but it's just like i feel like it's like so personal it's so like sacred it something really that's so holy yeah. and like you're making it just like it's like a thing like oh it's like oh instagram pictures and likes i'm gonna pick them up and kiss them and say oh i remember when you were in your mama's belly or something like that and my dad called me one day talking about yeah so when y'all gonna you know have grandchildren because you know i'm waiting on you and i said you got some grandchildren you take care of them 
<laughs> you take care of them. <laughs> he and said like, I'm you waiting be, on and, you. And, and, and you be you be with them. You be a you be a grandfather to Live them. Because I'm like we 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 are three months in. You know, like to the marriage part. Granted, we got some years of being together, but I'm just like y'all need to slow your roll. But how I you know just set boundary with him with that. I'm just like you know. Uh, my joke now was just like, oh, 2020. So ask me in 2021 if we haven't had any yet. Like, just throw it out there. I oh, always yeah. just, just keep saying, that cause just keep saying that because I don't want to be mean about it. Be like, you know what? It ain't right that you keep asking about kids because some people can't even have kids. Like, 2020, if we don't have it by 2021, say something to me then. I saw a really funny meme that was like, you know, like when you were younger, you're like, oh, can we get McDonald's? And like your mother, whoever would be like, you got McDonald's money. And now oh. people want to be like, when you going to have grandkids? When you going to have my grandkids? You got money. grandkids money. <laughs> send it send it my way so yeah i think that's definitely one area where you have to be like i mean i don't know i've heard so many people talk more recently about how it it does feel kind of like you're being violated when people are constantly asking well when are you gonna have kids or what are y'all waiting for or you know how when many do you, you think you want kids? you know when you're gonna move back to the east coast my mom be asking that i'm like uh when you got some east coast money but granted, if I say that, she's going to be like, you, you live in Cali LA. You got money. You got- it, 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 rent is $1 million. Yeah. I think also with like, um, you like I mentioned, like with wedding planning and everything, because you're trying to form like your own traditions and your own, you know, things that represent you. Yeah. But then you, you also have Christmas? a lot of family input. It's like, okay, well, how can we establish boundaries so that we're respecting the culture, but still doing what we want to do? Holidays is a big thing too. Like how are y'all going to split the holidays? And, you know, basically how, how are and you we, going to run your marriage? I think we did a great job this year. The we how we um handled boundaries um this year just like so there weren't any problems we just told everybody early what we were doing we're splitting the holiday though we're not going to be you know in both places on the christmas holiday mm-hmm. but we told them early like hey we're we'll be here you know from these this date to this date uh in florida and we'll be here from this date to this date in massachusetts and you know this is where we're working out and you just give people enough time in advance to plan so if we're celebrating a holiday either earlier or just you know that i'm going to be around at this time people have time to you know get things together and whatnot yeah and i know for me when it came to establishing boundaries i felt like i had to be so firm about it and then i realized it really is a balance you know like you establish your boundaries you know you put your foot down but you also have your mind open to the potential of what someone is saying like for the wedding planning i'm talking about since i was talking about oh, that okay. earlier like for me i recognize that you know a lot of the things that i wanted or thought i wanted you know there was room for alteration like modification to it um and then certain things that i didn't think i wanted actually end up working out well so i would say like i know that when i'm trying to figure out the whole boundaries thing which i think is just a growth and development process as like an adult and a young adult and an adult child you know that it's okay to have balance yeah you can have your boundaries but you also receive input as well and then choose what is it going to you know like i feel like things became a lot easier when i was like seeking input and then giving my input versus saying nope this is what i want to do mm-hmm. and not just for the wedding but like in life in general but i think it, it makes it easier when you've created a positive relationship with who you're trying to have a boundary with that makes sense. and then yeah. they give you uh advice or whatever you're like oh, okay cool because you know like what line not to cross and whatnot so whatever you're given is just like open to the relationship that we have newly created so mm-hmm. yeah good stuff And then the next one just was friends, which we touched on earlier, establishing boundaries with friends. You know, things change once you get married. Even when you get in a relationship, things change. When we first started dating, we changed and we noticed we had to set some boundaries. Some were verbal, some were nonverbal, just kind of a change in behavior or saying like, hey, 
uh, yeah, I'm not really going to be as available to do X, Y, Z as much anymore. You know, you understand. And people fall into place. And those who are meant to stay are there. And those who are not, they fall into line outside of that boundary space. And it's fine. They you know? fall outside the boundary. Yeah, they, if you fall outside the boundary, <laughs> that's, out of that's fine. But I think our friends have been great with accommodating, yeah. you know, like our boundaries and being understanding or even vocalizing their their feelings about them you know like mm-hmm. we have pretty open honest relationships with all of our friends i've had like some of my close friends who have told me how they were feeling throughout the course of our relationship our engagement the wedding you know and i feel like it's great to be able to communicate on that level and be honest so that people always know where you're at you know and they know how to treat you based on where you are emotionally mentally as opposed to being like oh she'll be fine he'll be fine it's all good you mm-hmm. know and in the meantime they're like wait i miss you or wait i was hoping to be a part of this you know yeah yeah. And then the next one was uh, work. Yeah. Yeah, we had a tough time with work. I think the thing with work is you feel like you have to, you need it on some level. So it's kind of hard to put your foot down because you feel like, well, I need these coins. Yeah. So let but me just do what time, I need I to need do. I need my sanity. I need my time. I can't work overtime all the time. I yeah. can't do hit. I can't do Jack, Jill. And Jason's work because I'm good at what I do. I'm yeah, dying child, here. you be Someone good at what you do, me. and they want drowning. you to do it all. Oh, Ooh. they said what you like to work. Oh, we got some work. Like yeah. I ain't gonna get yeah. no advice on work because I don't want nobody to get fired or somebody be like, I'm out of <laughs> here. I'm I, I'm done. I'm done with this place. But I think work is something we had to find balance with because you know we didn't take a honeymoon right after the wedding. We had taken a week. Off a, prior to the wedding to we took a go mini, to Florida, a mini moon, a mini moon. but we yeah. didn't get away. You know, like where it was just us. We were still, you know, in Florida, still around family and friends, which was great. Still in a very nice hotel. Still in a very nice hotel, but we weren't secluded. Yes, with a balcony. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not denying I'm it was a just great mini a little bit. I'm just like we did a little something. Well, something. I'm just saying we didn't have time to ourselves right. solely, and right. so when you know we got back, it was like jumping right back into work, full time work jumping right back into church serving in our respective ministries and feeling like well dang when do we get some time to see what this whole married thing's about it's like we're constantly working ourselves around a schedule built around other people or other organizations and how do we say no when we've always been so present so i think that was something that started to weigh on us as we started to kind of feel a little more tension between Mm-hmm. You know, each of us and feeling like, okay, well, I'm just frustrated or I'm just tired or I'm just hungry. Like, let's just, because I got to get up in five hours. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, what what are we doing? Like, we yeah. just got married. Yeah. We are not in a place where work should be ruling our lives or church should be ruling our lives. You know, like our relationship with our, with one another, our relationships with God, our relationship with, you know, our family, like those are things that matter. So how can we prioritize that and still make ends meet, of course, with the paycheck, but not feel like we have to give all of our energy and all of our, our joy, you know, you're giving your best at work and then you come home and it's like, okay, you can have what's left over. And that's, not okay yikes because it's like you know how to put a smile on your face when you're there in front of that boss you can't stand but you come home looking angry what's that about yes 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 i gotta show up to the job huh (laughs) hello what no thank you so yeah i think we really had a we did have that problem in the past that is not a problem now but it was just like oh my gosh i'm like you give you you give all your niceness to all the people who don't care about you 
Yeah, because I'm like, wow, that's how you talk that's to me. Not- wow, <laughs> is that how you talk to your coworker? Ooh, wow. <laughs> Maybe I should get it on the on the group me, the work group me, so I could get some emojis. Wow. <laughs> My gosh. These text messages are mighty short. But, yes, no. Right. Bye. But one a. thing we did, and this might not be for everybody, but we decided to start taking, you know, a personal day here and there, aka playing hooky, y'all. Mm-hmm. We wanted to say, you know what, you call out, I'm gonna call out, or you plan to take this day off, I'll plan to take this day off, get it approved. And it's not because we have to go do anything else. We're just going to spend time with each other. Even if it's just hanging out around the house or maybe just go and walk around the mall. Like it's just something where we can have the whole day to ourselves and not just the end of it or whatever. Right. And that was really helpful. That was really helpful. I went back to work with a better attitude. It, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. It's like we got to love on each other. We got to date all day. It wasn't even like spending a whole bunch of money, but it was like, it no. is fine. We are taking a sick day. Yeah. It is fine. And, and they don't they don't roll time. over, so we might as well right. take yes. them. Use them up. That and was it, good to it me. Just kind of minimize the stress, you know, at work and everything. And then people in general, trying not to let what people think always overtake us. Brian talked about that. I have been working on that for years now. It's not letting people's opinions dictate you know, my feelings about my own opinions or my own actions. But um, just understanding that, like I said, what people think about you is really none of your business. It really isn't. It really isn't. And I just keep repeating that it really isn't because I still do struggle with that. Just sometimes, sometimes, Mm -hmm. because I'm learning how to be more direct, like in everything, because I'm finding that I like excellence in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think saying or uh giving advice on when you know things are happening or things aren't going right either things i volunteer on or like i'm working on and under some under someone it's just like i just want things done in excellence my name is going to be attached to this i don't want to sound crazy or off i don't want to look off or like i don't know what i'm doing if we can do something to prepare to fix it ahead of time let let's do that yeah and i think it's important to recognize like just because you're not so worried about what other people are thinking or going to say about you, you still want to act in, what is the word? Like Humility. with integrity. Oh. Yeah. And like with integrity, because it's one thing to say, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself today and I'm, I'm going to cancel all my plans. Like you get in the habit of doing that and people are like, Oh, they're unreliable. Oh, like they left yeah. me hanging versus saying, you know, it's looking like I'm going to need to let so-and-so know I can't make it or just not sign up in the beginning. Like, no, mm-hmm. let your no be no, your yes be yes. Because I think sometimes like you get so overwhelmed, so frustrated that it just peaks. And then you're like, X everybody. And like I'm crossing everything off uh, my calendar and then now you've left people hanging. Like and I know sometimes that can be the thing that makes you feel guilty, like, oh, I don't want to leave anyone hanging. But that's why like is it establish that boundary early. Cause I've I've done that before and felt like, oh, okay, like it I feel good, but uh I really don't know what the situation is over there. Next time I'm going to speak up sooner. So that was right. like yeah, my lesson. Right. Okay. Well, oh, gonna- and I think my main point when I was saying before I'm just like, I don't want to come off rude. Oh, that's what I, I don't want to come off rude when I'm saying people I want things done in excellence, but whatever. Yeah, because y'all, he he is detail oriented. I, I'm, try, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying Make to be right. better. Do trying to be better. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic light. Traffic light, guys. All right. This is going by quick today yeah. or whatever. I feel like it's a lot of good information. I hope mm-hmm. that it's really, you know, helping somebody. We don't know every, everything. We ain't trying to teach, really. But mm-hmm. just, just keep we it just talking about what we open, know yeah, what so we far. know, what we've been through because I know somebody's struggling with it somewhere. But traffic light. You want to go first? Okay, I will go first. This week, my traffic light for you is green light. Okay, okay, guys. So, um, this past week, I 
uh, got all of our wardrobe together. I cleaned out the closet. I did oh, all of the laundry in the house. I cleaned out the laundry room, the linen closet, and folding blessed. everything up and wiping everything down and whatnot. So Just making sure everything is right. Putting these towels back up in the bathroom. Yada, 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 yada. Usually, when you do something for Ariana, sometimes she, uh, I guess this is a little loaded. Sometimes she, if it's done for her, she don't kind of care for it after the fact. It's like, oh, it's done. Okay, whatever. I'll throw a towel here, throw clothes here, this, that, and the third. Are you talking about you? No, or... no, no. I do the same thing sometimes, oh. but usually I'm the one that's cleaning, sweetie. Oh, because it sounded familiar, but not for me. Okay, okay. Oh, let me hear the rest. <sighs> I'm... Oh, I, I can be messy at times. I just be throwing and towels. This is what I'm. This is all I'm. This is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just gonna give you. <laughs> let me finish. Okay. Dang. I'm just happy that you have been keeping up with it. So like when you're done with something, you 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 know, it just goes back where it was because we do have the habit of like folding up shirts and throwing it in a drawer that should be hanging up in the closet. Then okay, it's just yeah. like packed both ways or whatever. Guilty. Yeah. But we've been keep, keeping up with it, uh, you know, easily. It's been an easy transfer. And look, we sound like we got two kids. But if y'all see how much laundry happens in this transfer, I'm like, what is going on? But I just gonna want to give you a green light on keep it up. Be keep it up because I don't mind cleaning. And we know like I think cleaning is like soothing. Yeah, so, you but thank it, God it's for that. So it's so much easier when things just go in the hamper and I can just wash it. And then it can just be done, fold it up, hang it up, and put it back rather than everything being everywhere. And you're asking, like, where are my pants that make my legs look so good? Where are those gray <laughs> pants at? And I'm like, I don't know because I keep asking you to put them in the same place when you have worn them. So I don't know. Now you need to find them yourself. But I'm just giving you a green light on that. Thank you for putting things where they belong. You're welcome. Blessings. Thank you for acknowledging Absolutely. that. I appreciate it. And I'll, I'll continue to try and do it. <clears throat> okay. I didn't, didn't want to, you know, fib on here. I will, I will continue to try and do it. Thank Perfect. you. I have a green light too. Okay. We've been real positive lately. Mm-hmm. So my green light um, is that, you know, lately on the podcast, you've been, well, even from the first episode, you've been very open about your experiences. Wow. And, you, you a know, prophet. But go ahead. Why? Because you were thinking about that? Go ahead. No. Oh, because you're feeling a little uncomfortable about what you're saying. Oh, okay. I'm going to stop guessing. Anyways, uh-huh. you've been pretty open about, you know, your different, um, struggles that you've been dealing with you know, in the past and you know like even more recently when it comes to like anxiety like you mentioned today you know you've mentioned you know past struggles with depression and I feel like that takes a lot of courage because you say it real casual you know and chill like you know you know I've been struggling with anxiety but like you don't add any shame to it I don't know how you feel when you say it necessarily but I feel like to a lot of people you know who have been experiencing it who have experienced it in the past is very much so comforting to know like oh okay like someone else is dealing with it too and they're talking about it like it's normal you know like it like it doesn't make you so out there like okay we can talk about this and people can you know be in relationships and and be happy and successful and everything else and still have these things sometimes coming up in the background so i'm just really proud of you because i know in the past it wasn't always so easy to talk Mm -hmm. about it and you know i know i forget who we were talking to recently and they were saying like lately even with it being like a slow season for like psychologists and psychiatrists and therapists they've been getting so many people dealing with anxiety so i'm like i know there's people out there who are like oh like what is going on why do i feel like this and to know that you know you're not alone and to hear people talking about it just mainstream i think that's really good so thank you i appreciate yeah, it green thank on you that. thank you i will try to continue to be kind of open i really do, do when i uh first experienced like 
you know, the whole anxiety attack thing and whatever, like going through depression, blah, 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 therapist, blah, 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 blah. I would look up articles. I'm look up videos. Like I'm like, who else knows what it feels like? And I remember there was one article that I found, like, you know, when like you're having an anxiety attack, it feels like you're kind of like drowning a little bit, but in a dream that you can't get out of, but you know exactly what's going on, but you're still in that. And I was just like, wow, Mm -hmm. bro, you really get it. And it's comforting just like, to hear literally to just hear that other people, you know, go through it and you know how you work through it, you know, and, and whatnot. But thank you. I, pre- I appreciate that thank so much. You. Now we'll go into the confession and it's you first confession. Okay. So my confession, I'm going to just keep it quick. I, um, what is stronger than hate? Like abhor, I abhor. Loathe. Loathe. Thank you. I loathe seeing wet trash, you know, um, I'm from Florida. It rains a lot. So if I see... What, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. You said you so sick of what? I didn't say anything. Oh, I, something was in the mic. It came through the headphones. So, okay. So, like, I'm from Florida. You know, it rains. You And I, I used to hate seeing, like, wet trash on the ground. I went to uh, New Orleans one time with my couple of my close, close best friends. And, you know, I'm like, I can never come back here again. Like, it's so wet. There's trash on the ground. Granted, it was Mardi Gras, so it was a little bit different. But I'm like, this is disgusting. When I go in my kitchen... <clears throat> And I see, you know, like a paper towel in the sink uh, that's wet, you know, or I see like any kind of wet trash. I'm like, who do I live with? Like who, who find like, why you know, is she, she want to say this? who raised you? No, that's I would never talk say. about that's my Sheila say. like that. Cause I've never seen that in her Ariana, house. Let me ask you a so question. So I when know it is kitchen? not anything to do when the last with time you clean the kitchen come again when's the last time are you, you just interrupting the, the confession oh sorry oh my my apologies i know it has nothing to do with how you were raised because my sheila's kitchen stays clean okay mm-hmm, she don't mm-hmm, play about stuff like that mm-hmm. but um it happened the other day you know you had cooked cooked an amazing meal y'all like amazing but when i went in the kitchen and i just i was like maybe what? it's time for you to start I cleaning like I after scream. i clean i just wanted to like bang something against the fridge like it just makes me so frustrated so my confession is that it really makes me angry and i would hope that you know we could just be mindful about that maybe that's kind of a definitely, street light definitely what do you call it a traffic light? i think you just wanted to get that off your chest and that's cool okay maybe I'm we glad, need to check I'm glad in. that maybe I i'm glad that you you know confessed that <laughs> okay, about great yourself of what you don't like and what yeah, somebody I else think should I'm change. realizing it's a pet peeve right mm-hmm. right I think maybe we'll go back to after I cook you can clean the kitchen instead of me cooking and cleaning okay that's fine but don't leave any wet trash there for mm-hmm. me to clean because I don't like touching it, just it is, is what, what it I'm is. saying it is what it, it, it is, is what not. it is it is not it is what it's not it will not be thank okay. you love you it, mm-hmm. love uh-huh. you too okay. love yourself I do okay mm-hmm. that's all that matters what's your confession cause you know my, my my pastor said something this week oh gosh y'all he been quoting <laughs> yeah. this to everybody all week Apostle you matter Shana, to please. God but you don't matter to me huh that's not how the quote went <laughs> he would never say <laughs> you matter to God but you don't matter to me hmm? Hmm? you but need you to don't... go back and listen to the sermon again <laughs> yeah. cause that is not <laughs> I jumped up in church. I'm like, that's right. You got to tell people you matter to God. You ain't got to matter to me. Let me stop. That's a little closer. Yes. But y'all context is important. Oh my God. It's in the Bible somewhere, right? Is it? Probably not. It is not. Probably not. Oh my gosh. All right. What is your confession? All right. My (laughs) confession is actually like what you were talking about. Okay. I literally wrote down, uh, my confession is like to the people. Hello, Mm. people in Stokeland. Um, just, uh, uh, by confession, it's been uncomfortable speaking like openly, but I think it's like a beautiful thing 
to be able to connect with other people and to see that they go through the same thing. And it sounds so like, yeah, but mm, it is. Wow. But it just, it's just like, uh, it's a beautiful thing to me. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. We all connect. Mm -hmm. Like you can be depressed sometimes and you can be funny. You can have anxiety. Sometimes you can still like crack jokes, still be in love, still function like a little bit. Every day is not perfect, but it's great. And this podcast has been like a great, outlet for me Mm -hmm. like you know just to like show love to people to show what a positive like you know relationship is that may not be perfect and we may be new but we're still showing that we love each other that we respect each other that we love the lord and not ashamed like to say it and like still can be funny and have fun you know together yeah so that's my confession but i just think it's like it's just super dope it's super dope doing uh purpose with my wife with you that is that is so dope to me and for it just to be like butter smooth Mm -hmm. i enjoy it i love you but that's it but thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of stoke (laughs) to be the stokes with brian lamar stokes and ariana stokes and if you are not following us yet you need to be on all social media platforms we are at stoke to be the stokes just as it sounds s-t-o-k-e-d-t-o B-E-S-T-O-K-E-S. Stoke to be the Stokes on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find all of our uh, podcast episodes on uh, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoke to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. And remember, with love, faith, honesty, and respect, we'll, we'll get, get through, through anything. anything. Y'all thank saw you guys. how I hit that cue? Yeah, <laughs> See okay. you next I Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> love y'all.